listeners, welcome into day 10 of Wovember by Cadence Craft Collective. I'm your host Louise and this is where we speak about all things woolly in the month of November. Today's hashtag is memory. So you could go hashtag making memories, which always sounds a little bit cheesy. I have to stop myself from singing memory from cats. I sang from the pigman. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm walking away from that because I've already told you I can't sing this week. So, memory when it comes to wool. Now, immediate memories of from what you're working on. So, say I'm sitting working on my current project, which is my granny hexagon cardigan, and I'm on the sleeves now. And I have learned how to do a rib stitch in crochet, which I did not know before. So I'm quite impressed that I've learned that. If you're hearing crackling, I've just put the fire on. It's quite cold. I've come home to a cold house and I've put that on straight away. And it's raining outside. So it's a little bit of a miserable November date here today. Hopefully it'll stop soon. Um, So, right, picking up my cardigan and... Just get these little flashbacks off, right? I was doing this, but oh, I was watching this one on telly, or it reminded me of what I was listening to some podcast, or maybe I was um, listening to some music, and I just get sort of souped back in time to the memory of the last time I worked on it. And I've always had that when I've been working on my craft stuff, right the way back to when I used to just do cross stitch. And I think it's quite a common thing. I'd love to hear if you did it. Um, I think it's to do with the way our little brainies work. Um, We associate sound and vision with working with our hands. I might be making that last bit up, but it sounds good, doesn't it? It could be like, this is your immediate memory. And then you could have times of your life memory. So say you bought your yarn at a really good time of your life and you connect with it. Or... Possibly the other way around, like pandemic knitting. I kind of got past the stress at the start of the pandemic because I was working on a hand-spun by me silk scarf at the time and it took me quite a while to pick it back up again. But because it was quite cathartic to me at the time, um, I got past it. And Sometimes I remember that I was working on it in the pandemic and it was what got me through the start of it when we knew nothing. And then other times I don't because I just associate this blue and yellow scarf that I made with keeping my neck nice and toasty. So you can sometimes do that and other times maybe there's a death involved or somebody's been ill or you've been ill. Um, when you've been working on something and you just, you can't look at that garment or that bit of wool and you just think, "Mm." sometimes it's better just passing that on. You're not passing on badness, you're just passing on a thing that is giving you bad vibes and bad memories and there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have then to say to the person, this has got bad memories for me. I hope it has better memories for you. You could just be saying, would you like this, say, cardigan? Um, I 
think it would look really nice on you. And they would be then touched by the fact that you thought of them. And then the bad memory is gone. You will still have bad memories, but you wouldn't then have them when you went to decide what you were going to wear that day. It's always sort of quite a thing. I just think memory and yarn, wool and crafting can be quite intertwined and mostly it's good, but sometimes it's bad. So we have to sort of deal with the bad things as well sometimes. Memories of people that are tied in with wool. So you, I've got very many memories of retreats, from yarn festivals, from being on holiday, from having my friends gathering around the kitchen table to knit. And all of these are about the people that you then associate, you either buying the wool or the wooliness from it, say it's fibre, or making the wool at the spinning the hour at a retreat and then your garment and um, I imagine that most of you at some point get to do some craft with some lovely people and holiday yarn is um, a lovely thing sometimes you just buy something just as a memento and you think well this is gonna last me a bit longer than that picture on the wall Sometimes you never actually get round to knitting it. I've got a skein of yarn upstairs that was bought when I was in the island of Lewis. As I was talking about um, Harris last night. And I went into a crafty shop in Stornoway and bought some beautiful knitted... um, Not knitted. I'm to do the knitting. Some beautiful four-ply and it's in different colours and... I just remembered a bit when I was rummaging through my stash. So it's kind of good to then go, oh yes, that was a lovely holiday. It was really cold, but it was good fun. Um, and or when I bought my Quince and Company stuff from a retreat over with Paula, um, and I've still got that. And it also it's tinged with sadness because lovely Paula's no longer with us. But at the same time, um, it reminds me of that fantastic week that I was there and my friend was Jan and mum and I's travelling with Jan and all the people that we met there, Mel and Barb and uh, Pat and Cathy and oh man, just too many to mention. So, and Heather as well. So it's like, just it's connections, it's memories and I'm always saying that when you're knitting and crafting it's more about the people and the connections and it is sometimes about the actual thing that you're doing in your hands it ties it in but it isn't all but the be all and end all so to me the memory of wearing the finished garment somewhat takes over the making of it so maybe not so much where the yarn came from sometimes but you do hashtag make memories with it um a lot of the time when you give off stuff, you maybe forget that you've made this garment until you see the photograph of whoever has got it. If you know who does get it, because a lot of people do charity knitting, and you never ever see who gets the end product. But at the same time, you're keeping your hands nice and busy, and 
you've then got the memory of that sort of warm, fuzzy feeling as you're giving something away to someone who needs it. Ah, listeners, 8 minutes 30. Right, I think I'll finish it there. I'll not drone on any longer. I hope you have a lovely Friday. I myself am going to go and do some crocheting on my granny hexagon cardigan. And make sure that the house is nice and toasty for the children coming home. And I shall speak to you tomorrow where it is... No, can't remember. <laughs> Sometimes my memory for... Um, does not... Bleh. Sometimes my memory lets me down. <laughs> but my woolly memories are very much beloved. I mean, there is the old time in the life where it isn't. But my woolly memories of my stash and my work are mostly beloved of mostly lovely people. There is the odd person I've met long ago who, because I'm going to be realistic here, I'm not the, I'm not their, um, what's it Anna Green Gable says, uh, a kindred spirit. We're not kindred spirits. But it's very few. And as of course it's like most of life as well. You're not going to love everybody that you meet, are you? However, let's hope that we love more people than we don't like. I'm a ramble in there. Right, let's listen to some spirit of the trinity chilly out music and then you can get on with your lovely day. Mm-hmm.